Hi everyone, I'm Jamie, founder of Radically Alive Coaching. And I'm Caitlin, founder of BU Beautifully Coaching. Welcome, Welcome to, to Real, Real Women, Women Real, Real Life. Life. Okay, so today we're going to really dive into the importance of setting boundaries and really just understanding how setting boundaries allows us to remain connected to our inner self, our truest, most authentic self. Because when we find ourselves not setting boundaries, that's when we really lose that connection. We find that we are completely disconnected from our own wants, our own needs, our own desires. And so everything that is true for us becomes disconnected. That sounded redundant. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, this episode is for you if you find that you never say no out of a perceived obligation or or if you're a quote-unquote yes man. Um, If you find that you are honoring what you think is expected rather than what is true for you. Um, If you would like to let go of some perceived obligations, if you find yourself stuck in making decisions, maybe um, a little bit of FOMO. We've talked about that in one of our other episodes. Um, (laughs) If you find yourself in some dramatic or difficult relationships, maybe you have low energy, some guilt and anxiety, or maybe you're a little bit passive aggressive. um, This is going to be a good episode for you. We're going to talk about all of these things. So how much of that resonates with you, Caitlin? I feel like, I feel like I'm guilty of all of these things. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, it's one of those things I, before, before getting into coaching, I didn't realize how weak my boundaries were. Mm. And as you're reading off all of these points, I'm like, yep. Yep, I was experiencing all of these. <laughs> Tick. All of them. Tick. Tick. I've done them all. <laughs> yep, in there. Check that. <laughs> and it's it's really that feeling when we're lacking boundaries, it's we feel trapped. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. And and that feeling guilty for wanting to do things by ourselves. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and I love the way you describe that about feeling trapped. I think that's so true. And I think that that really is something that I definitely want to zero in on today is that feeling of being trapped because that's when we've gone victim. And yeah. and we've we've stopped allowing ourselves to have choice. And so we've put ourselves in a position where now we feel like, well, I can't do this, I can't do that, I can't do this, I can't do that. And, and that's a really big disconnected feeling. Like you don't feel empowered. You feel unsettled. You just, and yeah, like a, a trapped rat. Like you just want to get out, but you don't know, you don't even know how or where to get out to. (sighs) And it does start with boundaries. And I think the, 
I think when we're blah, blah, blah. when we're thinking about boundaries, we can start thinking about you know hearing that sounds like confining boundaries. Yeah. When you start to set those boundaries for yourself, you actually start to feel more free, more free mm. to be you, more free to make choices and feel confident in those choices. So it's leaning into creating boundaries so that we don't feel trapped. Yeah. Thank you for pointing that out as well, because I think that's so true. When you hear the word boundaries, sometimes things might come up for you that it's like, well, boundaries, that means I'm stuck here. Um, But it really is quite the opposite. Absolutely. Because the boundaries are, it's kind of working in reverse. So it's not keeping you enclosed, but rather it's keeping other people from invading. Yeah. Yeah. Creating that personal safety. Yeah. So we just talked about as we started this episode, these are some things that you might be experiencing, right? You might feel like you're never saying no. You might feel like you're doing what you think is expected rather than what you really want. Um, All of these different things. So now let's talk about what it means to actually have boundaries. What does that feel like? So Give me, give me some wisdom there, Caitlin. I trust your brain a little bit more than mine right now as I'm not <laughs> talking. <laughs> I think the first thing to start thinking about when boundaries comes up is being able to recognize when something feels right, mm. when something doesn't feel right, and having the ability to communicate that. Yes. Even within yourself, recognizing that and communicating that with yourself and then mm-hmm. sharing that to whomever it applies to. And, you know, wanting to do something, want, not wanting to go out, do something, saying it, owning it. Yeah. And honoring, yeah, yeah honoring what your body needs. I like to hermit. I do. Mm-hmm. And for years, I took that as something that was not okay. I should be doing more. I should be going out. I should mm-hmm. be socializing more. You know what? I love to socialize. I love people. And I love my alone time. Mm. And that's what I need. And being also being impeccable with your word. That really just made me think of the, the four agreements. Yes. Like that's boundaries. Those are awesome boundaries to start with. Mm. Be impeccable with your word. Don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Don't take things personally. Because people are making boundaries for themselves as well. And maybe that feels like an attack, but not taking shit personally. Yeah. Somebody's just setting their boundaries. And that gives us the opportunity to actually respond with our own boundaries. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And again, like we already mentioned, boundaries are not barriers. So boundaries are the things that we put in place to facilitate our strength and our growth. And I feel like barriers are the things that we build up around us to keep the world out, to keep it the way. And all of this, just like having those boundaries is it's our birthright, right? It's, it's given to us from day one, this ability to 
create our boundaries and still belong to the world. So belong in our relationships and our families and our friendships, having that confidence and that security to say, this is what I don't stand for. I still love you. And, and coming from that place, that place of love. And that's so true. And I, I feel like when you think about it, like as we're kind of breaking down what it means to have boundaries, this very much is kind of like an inner, an inner game sort of thing that we're talking about, right? Like when we yeah. talk about setting boundaries, the, the whole purpose of this is to keep that connection within yourself. And so when we talk about being connected to ourself, our true self, our authentic self, it's that little voice of wisdom inside of us that's always giving us signals to tell us what's right and what's, what's not, what feels mm-hmm. good and what doesn't. So when, you know, you say yes to going out somewhere, for example, because you feel like, oh, I need to be social, I need to do this, I need to do that. Um, or this person's counting on me, or this person Mm -hmm. can't do it if I'm not there, or whatever you're telling yourself why you need to show up. But there's that little gnawing feeling in your stomach. It's like, oh, but I really need sleep. Oh, I'm really irritable right now. I don't feel good. Um, Whatever it is that's eating at you while you're doing this, that's, that's that's your inner self trying to speak And so when we talk about setting boundaries, we're really talking about listening to that inner voice and being in connection with that and being compassionate with yourself and being kind to yourself and, and showing up for you first and foremost, it's great to show up for other people and that can feel great too. But if showing up for other people at any time doesn't feel great, if it feels exhausting or draining or stressful or overwhelming, then it's okay to let that go and show up for you. You know, Um, I think that's a big thing that a lot of us really can struggle with sometimes to to really live into. Um, And I love what you said about that, that right to belong, even with the boundaries. I think when we are a yes person, when we're always trying to show up for other people, which I'm totally guilty of, I feel like mm. I'm, I feel like us talking about this is so appropriate <laughs> because <laughs> I need these reminders for myself because I do it constantly. Absolutely. I'm such a yes man. I'm always saying yes to everything. I'm like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, piece of cake. No problem. And then I find myself like, oh my word, when is the last time I just sat down in a quiet space and like took care of yeah. me. Um, and so, but yeah, it's, it's so important. And we can still be in relationship with people. People can survive without us. They do it all the time. So we are not responsible for anyone but ourselves at the end of the day. And I know a lot of people, when you hear that, and I'm almost positive, <laughs> some of you listening right now just went, oh, that's selfish. Yes. Um, it's not though. Because it, it, no, it's it, what just popped into my mind was, yeah, it feels good to be there for other people. It feels amazing to be a source of support to the people that we love and care about. Mm. However, when that starts to become a detriment to our own well-being, our own 
self-love and appreciation, that's when it, it becomes a reminder to start setting some stronger boundaries. Yes. Because we can't give from an empty cup. Yes. You've all heard it before, but it's so true. We give from our overflow. And when we set boundaries, we, we give ourselves that opportunity to fill up fully. Mm-hmm. And then we, are, we just show up as more in all of our relationships. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So don't stress about taking that time for yourself because taking that time for yourself is actually creating more opportunity to give to those around you. Mm. That's so true. And you know, what just kind of came up for me as, as you were talking about that is when you think about setting these boundaries, and, and I know it, it almost seems scary and like unrealistic to some people to say, well, no, I'm going to choose myself first over other people. But if you think about it, by stretching yourself thin to show up for another person out of fear that they cannot do whatever the thing is without you or that they cannot function without you or whatever. Now you're basically disempowering both of you, right? Yeah. So by me assuming that you can't do this without me, I'm disempowering you. By me stretching myself thin to the point of exhaustion to show up for you rather than myself, I'm disempowering me. So nobody gets to be empowered in these scenarios. Absolutely. So if you think about it that way, by taking care of yourself, you're actually empowering the other people in your life to take care of themselves, which can feel really fucking good. So good. It feels so good. I just got like full body chills. Right? <laughs> like, yeah, I, feel, I just feel empowered hearing you say that. Yes. Well, so let's talk about we've already started to kind of dig into this a little bit, like the importance behind mm-hmm. creating boundaries. So why do we create boundaries? Um, we've talked a lot about connection with ourselves, right? Connection with our true selves. Um, and actually, I think, you know, we've talked about how it's not selfish and how we want to empower the people that we're in relationship with as well as ourselves. And I think that really does create a situation where your relationships actually get better. You actually enjoy the things that you choose to do because it, it's in alignment with what you truly want, need, and with what you value. And yeah. so I think that's huge. And, you know, boundaries are not limiting. Like what you said earlier, um, it's not about creating restrictions, but rather leaving yourself open to what you really want. So you're not limiting joy, but rather protecting joy. Yeah. And it's, it's honoring the things that bring you joy. Mm. And saying yes to those consistently. Yes. So we're becoming proactive versus reactive, right? So we're, we're keeping ourselves in a place of choice and keeping ourselves out of that victim space. And I think we can all raise our hands and say that we are familiar with what it means to be in a victim space. Life is unfair. <laughs> nothing works my way. Why can't I get a break? Everything sucks. I can't do anything I want to do. All of these negative sort of inner dialogue thoughts and ideas and stories. 
that's when you know you're in a victim space and that's when you know there's probably a need for some boundaries. So if that's hitting any of you listening right now, I want you to take note. Yes. So when we set boundaries or when you're in the victim space, Mm -hmm. we're stuck in that, that why is this happening to me? What is Ah. this? What is this happening to me for? Like, why me? It's the why Mm. me track. And that's the victimhood mentality. And when we start to set boundaries, we start to shift into what is this happening? Why is this happening for me? Mm. And those for me is those moments where we feel like, why is this happening to me? That's the invitation. That's the invitation to say what boundary is lacking and what boundary do I would I benefit from in this mm-hmm. situation? So, I don't think the universe is vindictive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the universe, she's such a petty bitch. <laughs> she's always coming after me. Why does she do this? She's like a mean girl. Uh, Damn. Not true, universe. I know it's not true. Yeah. No. <laughs> It's not at all. And I think that's really important to note because, you know, and we hear it all the time. We hear all of these, um, you know, motivational quotes, inspirational quotes, whatever, talking about how, you know, everything works in our favor. Um, We have a choice in every situation. You know, it's up to us. We're not responsible for, you know, what happens, but how we react to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we hear all of this stuff all the time. And so all of you who are listening to us now, I'm sure you're heavily engaged in social media as most of us are. And so you mm-hmm. hear all these things all the time. Um, but I think it's very important to note that these aren't just words. This is so 100% true. And when you feel yourself depleted, when you feel yourself stressed, when you feel yourself stretched thin, that is 100% an invitation from your innermost wisdom giving you a big red flag saying, Hey, pay attention to me. You need to make a change. You need to do something different. So it's always an invitation to take a step back and look and think, okay, why, what is, what is the lesson in this? What is the benefit in this? What am I able to take from this? Mm. Um, So how is this working in my favor? And what is the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please. I was going to say, what is the purpose for your pain? Ooh, I like that. What is the purpose for your pain? Yes. Because there is always a purpose. There is always always a signal. Yeah. Like even when you, when you break your wrist, obviously Mm. there's pain involved. If there wasn't pain involved, you'd carry on going with your day and just continue to fuck up your wrist even more. Right. Because that pain is there, you go, oh shit, I have to do something about this. I'm going yeah. to put a cast on it so it can heal. I'm going to create a boundary of a cast so that I can heal. <laughs> Perfect. Dude, that's like the best analogy. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's exactly true. That is 100% exactly what we're talking about. The pain is a signal, you know, oh, I've got to go to the doctor now. I've got my cast, your boundary, because that's keeping your wrist now stable and in place so that it doesn't continue to completely break. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what this is. And only we're taking it a little bit more internally. So, yeah. ooh, I love that. I want to use that analogy from now on. <laughs> Dropping the wisdom. Boom. <laughs> Boom. I, I have good moments. I have yes. good moments. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love it. Well, so, so let's, let's make this a little bit practical for you guys. So we know now where we might need boundaries. We've talked about that. We've talked about creating those boundaries for yourself, the benefits of that. Why is it important to create boundaries? And now that you have all of that, you want to start setting yourself up for inevitable success. You want to start actually putting into action, setting that boundary. And so in order to do that, we want to invite you into a couple of little experimental activities that can help you in creating boundaries for yourself. And one that I really love mm -hmm. is journaling. Um, and really the idea behind this more than anything is we want to invite you to take a step back. So we want you to step back and evaluate. And so we always want to gather what it is that is coming up, what we want to, um, we, want, we want to invite you to kind of evaluate your needs and wants. So kind of taking a step back, looking at the big picture. And this is a really good opportunity to sit and reflect and think about what do I actually need? What do I actually want? And you could journal, you could meditate, you could grab a voice recorder and just start making a list. Um, just really what it is that you need and you want. And in that process, also discovering what is it that you are saying yes to that maybe you'd rather say no to? Mm. Where, where, are you, where are you allowing yourself to neglect your needs and wants in order to say yes to something else? So, that feels like resentment will pop up. Yeah. Yes. When you are feeling that, that ting of resentment, even if it's just tiny, mm -hmm. you're saying yes to something that you probably would rather say no to. Yes. And these are important things to recognize. Go ahead. I was going to say, I love the idea of journaling and just meditating and really becoming aware and conscious of of what you want, of what you need, mm -hmm. and yes. making that a focus. Yes, 100%. And you know, you guys might even be surprised by some of the stuff that comes up, especially if those little areas of resentment pop up. You might not even realize that you're developing resentment around something until you sit back and look at it. Because you yeah. know what, and I, can, and I can share from personal experience, I'm such a, resentment and I, we're like, we are like peas and carrots. <laughs> because we have such a history together, you know, we have had a love affair for many years. Um, but I can say that the, when I started to really recognize the areas where I have resentment, there are people that I was in relationships or friendships with that, you know, on some level, I, I don't even think I liked them. Like I was growing like an internal dislike for people whom I claimed were, you know, very special to me. And I proved it 
on a regular basis by showing up for them all the time without ever thinking twice about how it was impacting me. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, to realize and recognize those resentments is really powerful and important. And, you know, sometimes it means that you, you let go of some people or some things, but sometimes it also means that you're just creating some healthy dialogue around what you need and what, which, you know, starts to bring us into some of our next steps. So I won't jump too far ahead, but, but I just want to point out it may surprise you, so please do this exercise. I strongly encourage you to really take that step back. That's, I mean, that is, if you do no, no other steps in, in your transformation, mm-hmm. that is alone going to affect change for you. Yes. Step back and evaluating your situations. Mm-hmm. You can't help but do something about it. Yeah. Once you're aware of it, it's like, oh, well, the blinders are off. Yes, 100%. That's so true, honestly. I, lay, I completely echo that. Like, if you do nothing else, because we're about to give you a few more things that you can do, but if you do nothing else, this will make a huge difference. Because even if you are not actively making changes, just the yep. fact that you have become aware, you will subconsciously start to make changes because you're aware so yes. so you do it <clears throat> do it journaling <laughs> or the voice recording or the the meditation whatever it is that helps you um with yeah. your self-reflection whatever feels better um but just you know create that awareness yeah it'll shift from that point on it will start to shift how you receive information moving forward mm-hmm. and how you respond to it so that's a powerful one. Very much. We'll see so. what's, what comes next? I'm glad you your- asked. So <laughs> now that you know, now that you know all of the shit that has gathered up in your boundaryless existence, mm-hmm. you can now start to let go. So this, to be honest, is one of my favorite things. Um, I'm a huge fan of letting go because it feels really, really good. So when you see the areas where maybe you're saying yes and you'd rather say no, or when you're seeing needs and wants that are not being met, what are you willing to let go of in order to honor those things? I just had the image of like going for a haircut, Mm. right? Like there's times where I go, ages without getting my hair cut when I finally make that decision and I go and they cut off all the dead ends they freshen everything up it's exactly how I want it it feels glorious yes so it's like cutting off the shit that doesn't work and and happily letting it go oh you just made me think of um Setting boundaries is like having a perfect haircut every day. Yes. That's the feeling, right? That feeling you get. I feel fabulous and look awesome. Yes. Good. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's so amazing. So true. Got analogies for days. Analogies for days, guys. We're full of them. (laughs) Full of them. We're full of something. I don't know. Full of something. Um, so 
So we've let, so we've stepped back. We've created our awareness. We've let go. The shit is gone. So now we get to say yes, but to what we want. We're not Mm -hmm. saying yes to things that we'd rather say no to. Now we're saying yes to what we want. So you decide what will you say yes to in order to preserve your joy, in order to be true to you, in order to honor what's best for you, your wants and needs, your joy, your your feel-goodness. Those beautifully blissful moments. Uh, And taking knowing that you have played a part in creating that new experience mm-hmm. saying yes to that and i think that the say you know saying yes and releasing what's not working work in conjunction so well mm-hmm. like when we're fearful of letting go of something it's like no cuz i'm saying yes to this mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i love what you said about preserving your joy that just feels good. Yeah. I'd say yes to that every day. Right? What a delicious way to live. No. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes to joy. Yes to joy. And getting so, really clear on saying yes and confidently saying yes. As opposed yeah. to saying yes to everything that we think we should be doing, saying yes to the things that we know make us feel great. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I always say this, it's one of my favorite things to to live from. And it's, you know, every time I say no, I'm saying yes to something else. Or every time I say yes, I'm saying no to something else. Mm. So no matter what, my yes has a no attached to it somewhere. And yeah. and when we talk about saying yes, making that decision and saying yes in order to preserve your joy, it does come with a no. You're probably saying no to something else in order to say yes to that. But, but that's, I mean, that's just going to be the way it is. So it's, be, it's becoming very intentional around what you do say yes to in order to say no to something else or what you say no to in order to say yes to something else. So the no's are, they're not a negative thing. It doesn't have to be negative to say no to something because you know on the other side of that no is a yes for you. And that's what's important. And I think something important to to touch on is when we're creating boundaries, we may come up against resistance when we're taking empowered action. It may not go the way we expect it to the first time around. So taking that empowered action is sticking to your boundary, even when it's challenging. Because it eventually it will get easier and easier. in the beginning though yeah yeah and I think when you when you do run into that resistance which you know Caitlin is so on point like we do get resistance especially if we're a yes person I feel like that's like the theme of the day like we're talking about boundaries but we're very focused on being a yes person and I can tell you that's because Caitlin and I are yes people yes but we're, we're very much pulling from our own experiences on this so um but I mean, I, I think that we do always run into that resistance and it can really create a lot of fear. It can bring up those fears again. It can make us think maybe this is a bad idea. But 
But I think at the end of it all, what I would encourage you to do is to remember and really tap into the, the benefit that comes from it. It's, it's totally worth it. I mean, the resistance, it feel, it doesn't feel good at first to get that resistance from someone because we, we, we like to preserve our feeling of belonging, our feeling of connection. And, and that's really what that is. And what I would offer is Mm. even if a connection were to sever from that other person, it's gaining connection to yourself and 100% your self connection is always going to be more important. Because yeah. when you have that strong connection to yourself, when you really have that loving, compassionate relationship with yourself, it's going to naturally spill out when you interact with other people. And the mm. people who energize you, who motivate you, who bring out the best in you, those are the people who you're going to attract. And those are the kinds of people who you can set boundaries with who won't resist it because they understand. And so while it may feel like a disconnection with various people might be a bad thing, I promise you, if they're taking all your energy away and they're draining you and it doesn't feel good, then losing that connection with them is not going to be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. It's that pot. It's a positive loss. Yes. 100%. And as you're, you know, as you're talking through it, it's like resistance is a symptom of growth. Yes. You're getting that resistance. It means you're on the right track. Yeah. Most of the time, right? It's like you said, if they're energy vampires, they're, they're exiting of your, your experience is a positive thing. Yeah, absolutely. And since there is resistance, the final thing we would invite you into is as you're going through this process and this journey of creating these new boundaries for yourself, when you're taking that empowered action, find some accountability because oh, yeah. you will meet that resistance and it's important that you stick to the commitments that you've made to yourself, what you're mm-hmm. letting go of, what you decided to say yes to, the action that you're taking. You want to honor those commitments that you're making to yourself. And sometimes we need external sources to help us out. So whether it's a friend, a coach, a family member, putting a reminder on your phone, putting sticky notes on the mirrors, whatever it is, create accountability for yourself. Get that accountability, get that support, and make sure that you stick to the things that you have committed to for yourself. And, and it can be challenging. And sometimes having that, that external source can be really, really valuable. Yeah. I just like, I would be where I was before I found coaching, which is a place I was not happy being. Mm. Yeah. 100%. The accountability piece is so powerful to have one, to know that there's somebody on your team that's rooting for you 100% for the best outcome. Mm-hmm is huge and two just like somebody to make sure that you do the shit you say you're gonna yes. do <laughs> yes it can be so valuable to have someone who can really like hold your feet to the fire and be like no you're doing this you said you're gonna do it you're gonna do it it's nice to have that extra push yeah and just to have someone that can can hold that vision with you right 
So we've talked a lot about like looking at what would your life be like if you had these boundaries? What would that feel like? What, what would that experience be like? To get someone who holds that vision with you, who can see your success. So on the days that you can't see it anymore, they can remind you. Totally. Reminding of your strength in your moments of weakness. Yeah. That's the accountability. Yeah. Because we all have those moments. We all have those moments of self-doubt. Mm-hmm. Is, am I really making the right decision? And it's having that person say, yes, this is what you wanted. Yeah. This is what you told me you wanted with so much passion that I'm throwing it back into your face and saying, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Passionately, this is what you wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that that wraps us up for the day. Caitlin, did you have anything you wanted to add to that before we close? No, I All think right. that I, I really love this episode. I feel like there's some really incredible points because boundaries, it's, it's such a potent topic. Mm-hmm. We all know that we could probably have stronger boundaries, mm-hmm. but there's so many low vibration emotions that come along with it. Mm. Like that guilt, that insecurity, that doubt. So, so um, find us on Facebook, RWRL podcast. Please post, let us know how you are setting boundaries in your life and what your empowered action is. What is the new boundary that you are setting after all of this reflection? And give us the hashtag RWRL. Um, Also share with your friends and family. Do you know someone in your life who could also benefit from setting some boundaries? Or maybe you want to just subtly hint to them that you're setting boundaries and here's why. So. Pass it along. Um, sharing is caring. And if there's any topic that you would like to hear about that you are just dying to get more info on, or if you want more information on coaching and what that's all about, shoot us an email at rwrlpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you next episode. Thanks everyone for listening to our podcast. We are going to be putting these out every two weeks. If you would like to keep up with us, don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends.